Welcome into the Degenerate Gambler, your sports gambling podcast. I'm Robert Ash, the host of the Degenerate Gambler. This podcast brought to you by Anchor.fm, the easiest way to make a podcast. We got just three college basketball bets for you here on this Friday, the 14th day of January, 2022. <clears throat> All right, we'll start things off at the Raleigh Center in Orlean, New York. It is the St. Bonaventure Bonnies, 9-3 overall, 3-9 against the spread. They're going to host the VC Rams, 10-4 overall, 10-4 against the number. St. Bonaventure comes in as a two-point favorite. The over-under 130.5. VCU's won six of the last 10 meetings overall with St. Bonaventure. St. Bonaventure 5-4-1 against the spread in those last 10 meetings. Now, Virginia Commonwealth 6-0 against the spread in their last six games. The total's gone over in six of the last nine games for VCU. VCU 5-0 against the spread in their last five. 5-1 against the spread in their last six games against A-10 opponents. And the total has gone over in four of VCU's last six games played on a Friday. St. Bonaventure, 0-7 against the spread in their last seven games. The over is hit in six of the last seven games for St. Bonaventure. The over is hit in seven of the last ten games for St. Bonaventure against VCU. St. Bonaventure, 0-5 against the spread in their last five games at home. The over's hitting four of St. Bonaventure's last five games as a favorite. And the total's gone over in seven of St. Bonaventure's last ten games played at home. Now, VCU, Virginia Commonwealth, has won seven straight since a 70-63 loss to Connecticut back on November 26th. The last game was just a couple days ago. They beat George Washington uh, in blowout fashion, 84-57. St. Bonaventure's have been a little bit of a disappointment this season, but they are coming off a win on uh, Tuesday against LaSalle, 82-76. That was their first game in nearly a month um, because of COVID issues. Uh, it's the St. Bonaventure team that's played some good opponents this season. They do have a 16-point win over Marquette and a 3-point win over Clemson, but they've also lost to Connecticut by 10. They lost to Virginia Tech by 37 back on December 17th. <clears throat> VCU's also lost to Connecticut. They lost by 7, uh, 70 to 63. They also lost to Baylor by uh, 8, 69 61. They have a win over Syracuse by 12, 67 55. Win by one over Dayton, 53 52. Those are probably their two best wins to date. Now, St. Bonaventure is a two point favorite in this one. And I'm leaning to taking St. Bonaventure. And the reason being, it's St. Bonaventure's at home. It's really that simple. I know they've struggled at home against the spread. They've struggled against the spread all season. But Jeremy Nichols Jr. is questionable for the game. Um, uh, Jason McAllister is out for the season with an ACL injury. So those two key injuries for Virginia Commonwealth coming into this game. Uh, St. Bonaventure's got a couple guys coming off the COVID list in time to play uh, against VCU. Uh, the Durasimi kid and also uh, Leonard Brown also coming back from uh, the COVID list. Uh, but basically, like I just said, it's, it comes down to the fact that St. Bonaventure is at home. So we're going to take St. Bonaventure minus two at home against Virginia Commonwealth. Now, next up, we go to Richmond, Virginia, and we go to the Robbins Center with Richmond, 10 and 6 overall, 7 and 9 against the spread. Will host the Davidson Wildcats, 13 and 2 overall, 10 and 3 against the number. 
Coming into this game, Davidson is a one-point favorite. The over-under is at 143. Richmond's won seven of the last ten meetings overall with Davidson. Richmond eight and two against the spread in those last ten meetings. Uh, Davidson nine and two against the spread in their last eleven. One and eight against the spread in their last nine against Richmond. Uh, the overs hitting seven of the last ten games for Davidson. Davidson also seven and one against the spread in their last eight games on the road. One and five against the spread in their last six games played at Richmond. And the total's gone over in six of Davidson's last nine games on the road. For Richmond, they're one and four against the spread in their last five games. The total has gone under in six of the last nine games for Richmond. The total has gone over in four of the last five games for Richmond against Davidson. Richmond five and one at home in their last six against Davidson. Two and five against the spread in their last seven games. The total has gone over in six of the last nine games Richmond's played in the month of January. And the total has gone over in four of the last five games Richmond's played on a Friday. Now Davidson comes in. Winners of 10 straight. That includes a win on Tuesday over UMass, 77-67. They also own a win over Alabama, 79-78. Um, for a big-time victory uh, that um, stands out this season. That, that one really does stand out. Richmond also last played against UMass, but that was back on January 5th. They beat UMass 80-72. That snapped a Richmond two-game losing streak at the time. Uh, Richmond's best win, probably North Carolina State, 83-74 on December 17th. Uh, they also have a loss to Mississippi State by 11 back on November 27th. Davidson, a one-point favorite in this one. I actually do like Davidson minus one. I think Davidson's the better team. It's going to be a, it's tough to play on the road, uh, uh, especially at Richmond. Richmond's pretty good uh, home team. Uh, they've got three guys out for the season, uh, all three taking red shirts, which aren't going to affect Richmond a whole lot. But for some reason, they popped up on the injury report uh, for tonight or for uh, yeah, for tonight's game. Uh, but I do like Davidson on the road, minus one against Richmond. And our last bet uh, will take place at the State Farm Center in Champaign, Illinois. The Illinois Fighting Illini, 12-3 overall, 8-7 against the spread. They're going to host the Michigan Wolverines, 7-6 overall, 5-8 against the number. Illinois comes in as a 9-point favorite. The over-under is at 145. Michigan's won 6 of the last 10 meetings overall with Illinois. Michigan 5-4-1 against the spread in those last 10 meetings. Michigan's 3-6 against the spread in their last 9 games. The total's gone over in 5 of the last 6 for Michigan. Michigan 13-6-1 against the spread in their last 20 against Illinois. 2-4 against the spread in their last six games on the road. 6-2 against the spread in their last eight games played in January. The total has gone over in four of the last five games for Michigan. And the total has gone over in four of the last five games for Michigan against Big Ten opponents. For Illinois, they're 4-1 against the spread in their last five games. The total has gone over nine of the last 11 for Illinois. The total's gone under in five of the last seven for Illinois against Michigan. Total's gone over in eight of the last ten games this season for Illinois. Illinois ten and two against the spread in their last twelve games against uh, Big Ten opponents. Uh, four and one against the spread in their last five games played on a Friday, and the total's gone under in nine of the last eleven games for Illinois played in the month of January. Now Michigan enters, enters this game having not played since January fourth when they were beat by Rutgers, 75-67. The Wolverines have lost three of their last four, including two straight coming into this one. 
uh, Illinois has won four in a row in nine of their last ten. They're coming off a win on Tuesday over Nebraska, 81-71. to Illinois' lone loss, by the way, in that stretch was a four-point loss at home to Arizona back on December 11th. Illinois does own wins over Iowa, Notre Dame, Minnesota, Maryland, uh, to name a few. Michigan's best win, and quite honestly, is probably Nebraska, which is probably the worst team in the Big in the Big Ten. And they beat them 102-67 back on December 7th. Uh, so both these teams um, have uh, their share of wins this season, but Michigan's really struggled. They have probably been the biggest disappointment so far this season in all of college basketball. Um, and uh, now they're going into a place uh, in Champaign to take on an Illinois team that's playing good basketball right now. Uh, right now, Brandon Johns, Terrence Williams, Zach Jackson, uh, Freddie Collins, all questionable for the game. It's listed as undisclosed, but I believe those guys are COVID-related. And uh, I expect them actually all to come off the COVID list in time for this game. Illinois still without Andre Curbelo. Curbelo started practicing this week, um, getting over some concussion issues. He still listens out indefinitely, uh, but Coach Brad Underwood said that he ha- he will start or has started practice this week, but it's going to be a ramp-up because he hasn't done anything because of the concussion issues for over a month. So I would expect him to still be gone probably for another three weeks or so uh, before he comes back, probably February uh, they'll get him back, and we'll see what Illinois is at that point. Right now, they're a pretty good team at 12-3 and overall, 8-7 and against the spread. They're a nine-point favorite coming into this one, and actually like Illinois, minus nine. Mentioned it a moment ago, Michigan's been a huge disappointment this season. This will be the first game coming off a of COVID pause, and while some teams have done have won games coming off COVID pause, uh, not those that have won games coming off COVID pause really haven't played, you know, very good teams. They've played teams, but haven't played a top 25 team like Michigan's going to have to play against Illinois, and they're doing it on the road. I think you factor in, coming off COVID pause, Michigan's been a disappointment. Illinois found a way uh, to win and be convincing, even without Andre Cabello at the point. I think uh, Kofi Coburn's the difference. Uh, I like Illinois. I like Illinois a lot in this game. I think they win uh, going away in this one. I'll take Illinois minus nine against Michigan. So our three bets, once again, are St. Bonaventure, minus two at home against Virginia Commonwealth. Davidson, minus one at Richmond. Illinois, minus nine at home against Michigan. And that'll wrap up the podcast for today. We do thank you for listening. Remember to rate and subscribe to the podcast. You can do so at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Tomorrow we'll have uh, the two NFL wildcard games scheduled uh, for Saturday. We'll have some college basketball as well. Not going to put a number on how many games we're going to have. Um, we're not going to have. We're not going to hard cap the games anymore like we have been in the past, uh, especially on the weekends. Uh, we're not going to hard cap anything. We're going to take whatever we like the best, whether it's ten games, seven games, five games, twelve games, whatever it is. We're going to take what we like the best, and we will do those games on Saturday along with the NFL games. So until tomorrow, this is The Degenerate Gambler.